everybody. Welcome to Rough Stuff, uh, where we invite our comedian friends to come on and tell stories about their childhood. I am one of your co-hosts, Bridget Greenberg, and the first CD I ever bought was a Three Doors Down CD. Uh, and I am Sarah Griffith, your other co-host, and ABBA is genuinely one of my top three favorite bands. And uh, with us is some guy we saw on the street. He says <laughs> his name is Soren Bowie. Soren. Hi, I'm Soren Bowie, and I played with action figures until I could drive. Oh, that's fun. What, is, what does that mean? What is yeah, playing? let's... I want to... Before we dive in, I need to unpack that. Yeah, going on adventures uh, around the house, going... Uh, you know, they start... Like the good guys like starting fl- a fort. Them up and flying them yeah. around? Well, I mean, the ones that could fly, obviously, but right. the ones that couldn't fly, no, that's no, silly. No, of be, course. They climbed good. or jumped or ran. Uh, wh- whatever their mode of transportation was... And they would go on. They would go into the bad guy base, and they would uh, beat up the bad guys. Generally, or you know, they'd meet on some agreed upon battlefield and fight. Sure, that is um, strange. But uh, you, I feel like we were two of the few people correct who weren't comic book. Yeah. People. So that's the so here's that's, the and here that's the craziest part is that these are like X Men toys. Right. And I was not an X Men fan. I just liked the articulation of the toys. So did you know like what mutant had which powers nope. or were you just kind of like, no, I didn't even up? know who were the good guys and the bad guys. Oh no. It was all decided in my own spectacular imagination. Have you ever like checked that score of how close you were to, cause I would yeah. love to know what you thought the mutant powers <laughs> were of these characters. Well, I had a Deadpool toy at the time long, okay. long before Deadpool was cool, but he, uh, I didn't. I didn't know that he had like regenerative powers. It would have changed the game a lot for a lot of yeah, the, the adventures cool. that he went on. <laughs> yes. um, the way that I play with him was he was basically a Snake Eyes type character from GI Joe, where he was just an elusive ninja. Okay. And, uh, and he was he could pop out of nowhere. You never knew. He could walk across water occasionally if you like run across water like a martial arts expert. That kind of stuff. Wow. Did you did you just like have these from childhood or would you buy no, new ones? Bought new ones. Yeah. Okay, yeah, to be completely fair, mm-hmm. before you can drive, how does a young person spend their time honestly? Because like if you're just at home, because now it's like if I'm bored, it's like maybe I'll check out a movie or like maybe I'll, I'm also like an adult, so like maybe I'll also drink. But, you know, for like 14, 15 years old and you're like, I got to ask my parents to drive me someplace or I have to find a way to entertain myself at home. Yeah. I'll give you some credit. I so that's very nice of you. That's very kind of you. I did. I grew up in a log cabin in the middle of the woods. Really? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to use that as my as my excuse from now. Oh, you're on. welcome. Um, I it was very hard to get anywhere before I could drive. Uh, if I wanted to go see friends or anything in town, I had to, it was like a real endeavor. I had to get my parents to drive me to town. Oh my god! And then let me stay there for a while, and then orchestrate when they would pick me up and take me home. So I didn't, I couldn't go anywhere. We get snowed in occasionally, but I can remember being in my basement playing and there was a basement door. I liked the basement because I, there's no a, there's two you. doors in between. <laughs> yeah. And I knew that as soon as like the upstairs door opened, you could hear it on the hinges. And I was like, oh, and so yeah, I could that's like, a... move everything out of the way so I wouldn't be caught playing with toys. Right. By, by <laughs> my your parents. parents. By your, you were, you were that I'm ashamed, that ashamed of what I was doing. Yeah. Wow. You, that is like the 180 opposite of how I grew up. So this is like blowing. Did you get a hardship license or were you like 16 <laughs> like everyone else? Uh, I was 16. I didn't have to, I never, so it wasn't like a ranch or anything that I grew up on. So okay. it wasn't moving. I wasn't driving tractors and stuff. I mean, I would still consider 
hardship is. <laughs> you, get, you have to drive into town. Um, and so, yeah, I w- waited till I was 16. But I learned, my dad came and got me when I was 15 from school one day in a blizzard. And was like, we're going up to, the, to Spring Gulch, which is like where the cross-country ski area was. And he's like, we're going up there and we're learning to drive. And so I went up there in this 86 Toyota with a stick in the floor. And oh like learned God. on a manual stick in a blizzard how to drive a, how to drive. <laughs> that I mean, that is you know, they say you like should learn how to drive on a truck or something hard to drive, but on ice yeah. is uh ter- I still don't know how to I drive. I was in just the gonna snow. say I still don't I can't drive in the snow. If there's like when I went to school, it'd be like, oh yeah, there's like a couple inches out there. I'd be like, can somebody like drive me to CVS so I can get like literally like such a princess of that? Because like I never grew. I could like drive through floodwaters. Yeah, no problem. Hurricane. Yeah. I've driven through a tornado, whatever. But there's something about snow that's like, um, I cannot go outside <laughs> anymore because I'm freezing. It's like I'm done. Mm-hmm. There, uh, you've. Especially on the on, on the old site, uh, we're known as like the '80s bully popular boy type. Uh-huh. And uh, now I want to hear from you. What was a what was a young pre-teenage Soren like? Because uh, yeah, so. clearly, I mean, you started off. You're a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, you're a freak. It's not the image that had been carefully crafted. No, it's certainly not. Um, yeah, I was in in high school. I went to a school that was 30 kids in my class mm. and there was a lot of, it was very outdoor oriented. Like you were on a ski team, a snowboard team, a, uh, right. um, or a rock climbing team, kayaking team. And all the people that I graduated with went on to be sponsored. Like skiers. Yeah. They were, yeah. were in the X games. They did all of that kind of stuff. But I was, that wasn't, I mean, I participated in all that stuff, right. but I wasn't good at it. I wasn't right. like the best at it. You could do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I could pass. You're, yeah. And there wasn't really room to be a bully in a school that big. No, then you're just an asshole. Yeah. 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 You're just being a jerk. Right. Which and, is what bullying is. But like. And when we were occasionally, obviously yeah. we were young, so we were occasionally jerks. We would, right. Yeah. There's a thing called ditching at my school, which there was an irrigation ditch that ran throughout the entire campus. Oh my God. And you would grab someone and throw them in the ditch. <laughs> Okay, you know, ditching at other schools means just, like, not going to class. <laughs> <laughs> like, like for other people, that yeah. just means, like, eh, screwing yeah. off for no, the afternoon. Our ditch day meant everybody look out and bring an extra tr- it change It sounds like everybody your school was, like, was like a triathlete. Like, you were, you're talking about, like, all the teams. That's an Ironman, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> there, Yeah, so everybody who went to school there, there was so, many, so much opportunity to be a snow sport uh, professional. <laughs> and oh my god the, what, that yeah. wasn't me was that school designed for that was no it, it so it also has excellent academics too yeah. oh wow yeah so it was uh it was designed to be like putney in vermont if you're okay, familiar yeah, yeah, with that, I know that. Yeah. it's very similar to putney oh oh so it's like a okay and there's it's a, a there's a working element to it right. as well there's a ranch there so you're you, if you're on ranch crew you're you're burning ditches and you're delivering cattle yeah and you're burning ranch ditches for crew. people to Get thrown into. <laughs> yeah, burning the ditches before you throw people in. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay, Soren, you've just said like so many things. My mind is blown. This sounds like a school that like I would read about in like a young adult novel when I was in elementary yeah. school and be like, God, I wish I was going to this school instead of my boring city school. I didn't realize at the time because, you know, your scope is only as big as the place sure. that you are. Right. Uh, but it now having left and moved on, I'm really amazed by the things that they would have us do. <laughs> we would lead trips. I mean, I would lead outdoor trips when I was a senior. Like yeah. we'd yeah. lead the younger kids on trips. 
and take them into the outdoors. And like, you're only relying on a topography map because when you get up to the above timberline, like there's no trails or anything. Oh my God. And they That's... just trusted us to do that. And I think on the very first one, when this school was founded, one of the very first trips, a kid was killed by an ice fall. Um, like under, they were walking under, uh, I don't know what it was. It was like a frozen waterfall or whatever, but a huge chunk of ice fell off and killed a child. And then they were still like, we're still going to keep doing this and be our school. And That's everything. insane that they were allowed to do yeah. that. Well, it was a long time ago. I, or was that one of those urban myths that like floats Ooh. around schools? Yeah, maybe. It's uh, not hard to spread maybe, a rumor wait, in our school. No, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe somebody died on one of your excursions in high school, or maybe it's a rumor. Well, here's it's so an, that sounds like an urban myth kind of thing. Hey, Bridget, uh, can you do me a fave and just take this one because I'm. Sp- Speechless. Like what I'm hearing is mind blowing. The me. very first trip I went on at the school is called Wilderness, and it's a ten day trip. The first three days you're <laughs> it's just called <laughs> Wilderness. <laughs> Your first three days you you're doing some forest service project out in the wilderness. Like you're you're elevating a trail so it doesn't get all sm- uh, boggy and like wet in the in the spring. Of course, or, obviously. Or or you're doing some other project for the forest service, and then the next seven days you're. You have a route on a topography map. You're going to go from here. You're going to go over this pass, this pass, and then you're going to go and you're going to end up down here and then a bus will come get you. So you have kind of like <laughs> your your route mapped out. On this trip, uh, oh, and part of the trip is a solo where you're alone for 24 hours without food oh, or anything. Oh, perfect. That's good. I love. That's good. Let's do let's, <laughs> We should all do this more often. Just alone and go into the woods. Wait, yeah. No How old were you? you were I was fresh. 14. <laughs> you were 14. Yeah, and I had a pack that weighed as much as I did. Right. It's a real my side of the mountain kind of hatchet yeah. journey for you. And you don't... Yeah, oh God, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, what, exactly. And you don't You don't bring tents. You're, 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 you're yeah. sleep under a tarp. So you set up a tarp. Wherever right, you go, yeah. and, you and then everybody kind of crowds in under. You get three people to a tarp or whatever. And uh, my first trip, my first wilderness, I went out and the, there was a French teacher on the trip who we were, try, we were trying to try to <laughs> climb a peak. He got uh, agoraphobia, I think, which is fear of heights. Isn't that is that what it is? Acrophobia? I don't is know. It? But anyway, he got yeah. fear of heights and went down early, but uh, broke his leg on the way down and fractured his uh ankle so the it was a compound fracture so the bone oh, yeah. was sticking oh, out of his no. ankle and so we, it was like we're out in the middle of nowhere and yeah they yeah. chose three of us to hike out and go get help and so don't it, worry we it, have a crew of 14 year olds <laughs> right. to save you okay. one of us was 15 at the time oh, oh okay bridget relax and so Please. We, an adult was with them yeah so we we hiked out like 11 miles we hiked out in a in a day like kind of running out uh and they slept on the side of this mountain that night. And we were further out than we thought we were. And we weren't in the same part of the map that we had thought we were. <laughs> and uh, so we were, it took much longer than they thought. So they, at that point, they thought maybe we were dead because no help was coming. And so an entire night. More 14 year old. <laughs> yeah, so an entire night had gone by. Yeah. And then the next day, a helicopter, we, we got to uh, the trailhead. We waited and waited. And eventually a cop came by, which was very lucky. And he took us to the police station. We slept on the floor of the town hall and they sent up a helicopter the next day and they found him and got him and took him out. And then everybody else hiked out after that. And was that like a big deal in the school? Or was yeah, I, I like, was just about to say no. something similar happened to my friend where he was a Boy Scout, a candidate to become an Eagle Scout. Same situation. Um, the scout leader had a group. 
broke his leg. He like then organized the rest of the kids to take him down. And he became an Eagle Scout from that. <laughs> so where no, there was, is the plaque for this? Or we, It was a fun story to tell afterwards. When we got to school finally, we could like oh, tell people about yeah. it. They were like, yeah. But no, it, I mean, people lost interest in that after a little while. And other stuff wow. would happen on trips. And the cool. French teacher never forgave anyone. <laughs> I, we didn't ever see him at his worst. We saw yeah. the bone in his leg. And we saw the, uh. the, the, one, the, teacher, the other teacher moved his ankle in such a way that the bone slid back in. Because you have to... <laughs> Ordinarily, well, yeah. you wouldn't do that. But if you're out in the wilderness for a long period of time, you, you got to cover it, it up. Yeah. And so uh, she slid it back in. And then he was still kind of in shock when we saw him because it didn't even seem like he was hurt. And then when we left, I think things got bad. Things he the this, this shot kind of wore off and he was in a lot of pain and he was screaming in the night and people were just sleeping whatever sleeping bags they could find and stuff. So there's a whole nother story that I never, that I wasn't part of that's maybe worse and darker than ours. <laughs> wow. So growing up in M. Night Shyamalan's The Village, uh-huh. did you guys get anything into like embarrassing? Like did you ever like accidentally <laughs> yeah. like pee your pants in school when you were like cross country snowboarding or whatever? I wore red once, <laughs> which is the color of the monsters. Oh yeah. Oh, no. oh that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Oh my God, I yeah. bet they punished you for that. <laughs> Why don't I give you a middle school story first? Love do you do it. that here? Yeah, yes, oh, middle's yeah. very normal. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, so. set, set the scene. How old are you? What, right. What's going on in your life? Uh, I'm 12 years old. Nice. And, Great age. Uh, I'm in seven. No, you know, I'm 13 because I'm in eighth grade. Right. And uh, probably, let's see, what, in my life, maybe I just had my first French kiss at a party. Ooh. It would have been like a spin the bottle situation. So it was like right. forced French kiss. <laughs> and not necessarily yeah. with like a person of your choosing. Just like, we did it. This happened. It's over. Okay, yeah. that's a notch in the belt. Yeah. Check in case anyone asks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was on the basketball team. Nice. Yeah. Which I grew up in a very small town. And mm-hmm. there weren't enough kids necessarily to fill out two, like a seventh grade team and an eighth grade team every single year. Right. So that the, just bookmark that for a second. That'll come back into play later. Okay. <laughs> um, I was in eighth grade and my team was good. It was shockingly good. Like they're given the, the how few kids were actually on the team. There was like a severe, not severe, a, a like a, a dearth of talent right. on this team. And they went to state and everything. And I say they because I was allowed to play. Yeah, you're, Maybe twelve seconds of every right, game. Right when you're up like uh, forty. Yeah, you know. there's a there's a, uh, an expectation that every kid play, but the right. also the coaches want to win, and so right. if there's a kid that they think could ruin the game in that amount of time, they're going to give you maybe the last 12 seconds of the game where you can't throw the whole thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't sabotage it. Yeah, I was that and player. So, <laughs> oh, were you really? <laughs> uh, yeah, in my younger years. Yeah. I, they moved me up to varsity at like on eighth grade. And then I was like, well, they have to let me play. And then I learned quickly. No, they don't have no, to let me play. Don't. I could have invited all my friends to the basketball game to watch me sit on this bench. Yes. Yeah, so similar situation where they would, all of our friends would come to the games and yeah. the home games. Anyway, if it was an away game. That was honestly a relief to me because yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. But the home games, everybody I knew was there in the stands. Yeah. And then what they would do is they had a seventh grade team that didn't have enough guys. And so they would have me an eighth grader play on the seventh grade team oh now the difference between a seventh grader and eighth grader is vast that's there's an ocean between those two and and everyone's hyper aware of it in the school too right well you're like tall like six inches taller than everyone on the court no but also i was a late bloomer as well so at least maybe that's even i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that's why they put me on the team and not talent pass (laughs) uh and so i would play on the the seventh grade team and everyone knew it 
And so everyone would watch these games and they're like, well, hold on. What the fuck is Soren out there with the seventh graders? <laughs> no. uh, and uh, then uh, there wasn't, before our team went to state, you know, we were, we were this undefeated team, the eighth grade, eighth graders. And there was a game where I got fouled in like the last 10 seconds of the game. So I had to go to the free throw line and, and made it. And everyone, oh, yeah, but <laughs> like that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone yeah. went nuts. And yeah. in fact, it, that was very embarrassing. That right. It doesn't, crazy. it doesn't feel good. I've definitely, the <laughs> next day on the, when they're doing like the student announcements well, yeah. while we're all sitting in class, it's over the speaker. Oh no. They're like, and congratulations to the boys team who have now had, everybody's had a basket on the team. After Soren's basket last night. (laughs) So now it's not just the eighth graders. It's everybody eighth through fifth who's Mm. now just heard this announcement. And everyone in the fifth and sixth grade now going, holy shit, I'm cooler than an eighth grader. Like, (laughs) this is great. I won. And uh, that was uniquely humiliating to play in front of all of my peers on a team that was... The, that shouldn't have held a candle to yeah, my right. ability, and yet I was still suffering on that team as well. I there like, is truly like y- not everyone is good at reading a room. Not everybody's good at kind of reading other people's feelings or intent. But I think universally, everybody knows a pity clap or a pity oh, cheer, yeah. and like getting those doled out in your life because th- those those never stop. Yeah. Like there are some things talking about the show. It's like, well, after middle school, that gets better. Or whatever. no, like yeah, yeah. Y- you hear the like, yeah, all right, way to go, Sarah. It's like I fucking no, you're just saying this because right. like good jobs. No, no. It's like okay, I did, I did it, I did it I... once good, and now suddenly you're all proud of me. It's like I'll God. be honest, I I watch people finish marathons, and it's dark out, and like people have stuck around to see the last person finishing, and yeah. they're all cheering for them. Oh, yeah. and the person looks like it's they're feeding off of it, and I'm just thinking in my head. <laughs> they're just like no, everyone, yeah, you, they, in their head you, it's just everyone you go the fuck this. home yeah. Yeah. I please let me finish alone <laughs> yeah 100% if big if I ever ran even half a marathon I'd be like in the latter half I think I'd just be like everyone go home stop <laughs> yeah. stop oh, it stop it no. <laughs> stop I took a I sat down and had a whole Gatorade over there yeah. I, I'm not running for fun anymore <laughs> limping to the finish line and when I was with a cigarette yeah. <laughs> whatever when I was in eighth grade, it was my last year on the JV team, and on this JV team that was terrible, I was like the all-star of this team. Yeah. I have an MVP trophy. Uh, I was killing it. And so in the middle of that season, the varsity coach, who was a very intense guy and like moved people up to groom them early, which sounds <laughs> weird now in retrospect, uh, early, I like saw that I was only going to be like a real all-star. I was a okay basketball player, but he only saw that I was going to be like a star of a team or actually as good as it seemed like I was yeah. only in eighth grade. And then that was going to pass. So he's <laughs> very reluctant to move me up. And I was talking to him and he's like, you're going to do it. I promise. And then finally he does. He moves me up to varsity and I was like, cool, I'm going to show him what I got. And first game, I'm like everyone come. I'm going to like show up this varsity team and I played zero seconds of this game. And then when I finally did get in one game in eighth grade, I made a buzzer beater corner three, which was, would have been a cool moment if we weren't up by 30 points and everyone in the game treated it like I had won the game. (laughs) Like the center, the senior center, like scooped me up and held me up like Simba. And I was just like, put me down, put me down, put me down. (laughs) Cause I was like five, Uh, nothing. It's like like, when they let the kid with autism or like, uh, yeah, it felt very make a wish. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Run up the field while people's players are diving around him to tackle him. Like, Oh, I got away. Yeah. I, I was held up and I was just like, 
like, why are you holding me? You know this is the worst <laughs> moment of my life. People stopped showing up. My parents weren't even there. <laughs> just, just a miserable time. Uh, That's rough. Eventually, I got better. Now I'm an all-star, so... Yeah. No, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, what team... Uh, you were just drafted, right? I to, was just uh, drafted. Yeah. Uh, to some WNBA team that I can definitely name. Um, There's the, the Sparks, and I think Sparks? that's all I can do. I was yeah. going to say, there, there was comments, a, but I think they uh, are not. There was a Miami Soul for a little while. Oh. I remember that. because oh, I still around. Yeah. I don't, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> there's literally no way of knowing. I actually did. It's not on TV. <laughs> I know, right? I actually did go to a Comets game once, and I just very, like, I don't really remember, because I'm not super into basketball, like, at all. This is, I think maybe that's the only basketball game I've ever been to was the Comets game. And, um, like, everyone was, like, my section of seats was completely empty. It was pretty much just, like, me, my sister, and mom. The tickets were a gift. I think we were, like, three rows away from courtside. Why we didn't just move down, I'll never know. It's not. And, <laughs> you don't uh, want yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I know, really. But uh, we were on the Jumbotron twice. Yeah. In the same. <laughs> which, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, my God. Because I've never been. I still yeah. have never been. Outside yeah. of this, I was like, yes. And as and a young the, actor, you and know. Then, oh, yeah. And then the second time around, I was like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> Surely there's someone else in need here. Someone's yeah. got to be clapping their big inflatable things, right? <laughs> uh, there used to be a time when I was growing up where Miami Heat games, and they probably had to feel like this, were so empty because the team was so bad for so long that you could yell if you were in the – stands you could yell and the players would hear you and that was like a known thing about the heat games they're like yeah you can talk to the players you can like coach them like and that was like a fun thing about going to heat games is it was so empty the players would hear you yell at them and i was like yeah that i know that feeling that's that's what playing on a jv girls basketball team is like so Congrats on making yeah. it to the NBA. I've done enough. Yeah, I've done I've done a few improv shows where only three people showed yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done some stand up at bowling alleys. It's not great. <laughs> so, um, you had another story. Yeah, I do. So let's let's really dive into it. Okay, this one's this one's way worse. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, um, I I had a feeling you seemed reluctant about this one. <laughs> so in high school, let's oh, see. Dark. Already dark. Yeah. And so in high school, I started to like, I at least bloomed a little bit more. I was more athletic and I was... Thicker? Were you about to say thicker? <laughs> thicker. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll just do it. Uh, um, so I would, let's see, I would have been probably 16. Uh, and I had gone to a party and at the party had started to feel not very good. In, and I'm in my stomach and I was like, you know what? I need to shit. No, no. And I was like, where can I shit at this party? And so I, it was my friend's house. So I knew like, oh, I know his sister's room's got a bathroom. And so I went up there and uh, shut the door and, and started to shit. And, and there's a tiny bathroom. And all of a sudden the door starts to open and I shut it with my foot. And I'm like, no, someone's in here. And I hear a voice say, Soren? And it was uh, another a girl who was my, my age who... Uh, we kind of been like flirting all night. All right. And so I shut the door with my foot and uh. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, someone's in here. She's like, Soren. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, what are you doing in there? What an insane <laughs> yeah, question. That's, that's well, so insane. here's, here's how here. it gets way worse than that. Uh, she said, what are you doing in there? And I went, uh, 
And then she said, are you? And then I'm not going to tell you what she said yet because in my mind there was nothing more, couldn't be anything more humiliating than shitting. Like as a, in yeah. high school, like the idea of being caught shitting by somebody that you like and that they know yeah, that you Yeah, it's horrifying. I was like, they can't know. whatever she was going to say that wasn't shitting, I was like, yes. So she <laughs> no. said, are you? And I immediately said, yes. But what she had said, she said, Soren, are you whacking it? say that great question <laughs> i like her and so i said yes and then i went yes <laughs> you oh you doubled down <laughs> yeah because i was like i'm already in it maybe that one's not as bad oh. and so and so she goes are really and i <laughs> and triple I was, down i was like yeah and she goes no and she, yeah. <laughs> she goes because now it would be weird for me to change it. Because now there's two things. No, like, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. And so uh, I said, yeah. And she goes, wow. <laughs> All right. And then well, I'm like, good reaction. oh, my God. Well, at least I have like this moment alone to like think about like how, to, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to solve this? And then I realized that she's still outside the door. Like I hear like her against the door. And... <laughs> She starts, she starts making little noises. No! Oh, no. <laughs> she starts helping. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. Bridget, take the rest of the show. <laughs> she starts trying to help. And so I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm going, oh no. Yeah, oh, no. that's, oh. While you're oh, pooping. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I'm like, I have to, I'd have to like wipe really quick. Quietly, like I don't know what to. Well, how lovely do you wipe? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a call cord door. Yeah. It's like, what, what we heard outside of it, and so I, I then start to do it too. No. To be like, well, yeah, this is what you would be doing, no. and, yeah. and because now she, this is something now you're that in she's in, yeah, yeah, and, and something that she's into, yeah. So I was uh, like, well, this is way less bad than pooping. Yeah. I, I guess. Uh, so, clearly, it sounds so, like it's the beginning of a sexy time for her. <laughs> and I, yeah. And so she starts making like noises to, I assume, just to help and and saying things like, that's so hot and things like that. And then like whispering to me. And uh, I'm just like freaking out in there. And I'm like, Whoa, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And uh, then I... I, I finish prep for real, but I also pretend to finish as well. <laughs> and... Uh, then I hope that she leaves and I come out the door because I give her some time. The whole party. <laughs> and she's sit, sitting there like across the the bedroom. Uh, and she's just like, she's like got this look on her face like, wow, I can't believe we just did that. And uh, and then the, uh, the odor of defecation, <laughs> I think, hits her. <laughs> and she, I just see this light go out in her eyes. Like whatever she thought was going on was now something bigger and darker than she had anticipated. <laughs> and, and less and and less sexy. <laughs> way less sexy. But she doesn't I and at the time I think, oh she knows. Like the truth yeah. is out. This is all this is all done. She's gonna tell people. Like this is yeah. gonna be super embarrassing. What I didn't I don't consider know if she would tell people. <laughs> so she didn't. And I think it's because she was not suddenly complicit in this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, or her, her, her side of the story would have to come out in the telling. Yeah, there's no way she would tell people. <laughs> and so she didn't tell anyone. And I didn't tell anyone. Of course not. Until now. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And so 
I kind of got away with it. But also, I think back on it, and I wonder if she thought maybe he does both at the same time. I was just about to say, <laughs> okay, because I feel like this girl and I probably cross paths in another life. Because <laughs> this sounds like something I would say to a friend, like as a joke, like, hey, you and their jacket up, right? Yeah. But maybe, like, she's a young woman, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe she just thinks E-Jack smells like shit. <laughs> she doesn't know like, yet. Maybe she she's like, yet. maybe right. she's probably never like experienced, you know, come. That's right? true. Well, the, the rules of sexuality are just not, you are, they're not no, defined I, for you yet. No. So, like, when she stood outside the door, she's like, maybe this is what we do. Like, maybe. Yeah. The, I, I know that something sexual is happening in there. She, she Wait, knows something yeah. sexual is happening in there. Could and, not have misread the can, situation. Yeah, maybe more. I can help. Like, yeah, like this is kind of interesting. So I guess I'm curious about this. Let's try this. And then, it, and then it was clear that like it did not go the way that she thought it did. Yeah. And we just didn't ever talk about it. <laughs> we didn't talk about. It. I never brought it up again. And yeah, no one can't. else ever that like, even like joked about it. No one else knew. I I don't think. Maybe this day I'm sure she's told yeah. some people. Now I'm telling oh everyone. God. But uh, <laughs> did you like? What was your relationship like after? Did you just oh, never yeah, make eye contact? Like, hey, again? let's go back to the party. <laughs> yeah, I I would equate it as like if you would if you've been in a relationship and you cheated with somebody else, how you would react around that person the rest of your life? Where you're like, right. okay, um, let's get out of the situation as quickly as possible. <laughs> there's no eye contact <laughs> forever. Wow. Oh, that oh, that girl, took a lot out of me. <laughs> that that's a lot. I. <laughs> I that girl she just didn't know what she was doing uh, uh, and I, know, I God feel bless like she's her, confused though. you confused her yeah. for, for a while yeah. and I don't think that's your fault um, no it is uh, I mean you could have not lied yeah yeah and I you could have said peeing when you <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that till now <laughs> the bathroom is more for just J-O and taking a dump what an insane two worlds you were stuck between <laughs> the binary of a bathroom you're right they're in there oh man oh my god yeah so when I I started listening to your podcast I was like I wonder if I have an oh my god yeah oh yeah. my god those are always the things. I have the worst story in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell them. <laughs> yeah, no, those are always the things that you just like, that are my favorite of like, yeah, I blocked that out. Oh, no, yeah. I did it. There it is. Uh, there it is. Oh. There it is again. Oh, my, oh. Yeah. the look in her eye. Oh, no. no. <laughs> the shame. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you got, you know, through the shame part earlier. I feel like then, you know, everything after that was <laughs> a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Because... <laughs> It wasn't lie based. <laughs> I would hope, and, um, yeah. assuming, because like those those first couple experiences are haunting. Yeah, <laughs> all around. I, uh, it really was. I remember the first time that I really, I mean, I didn't have sex, but like the first time I really hooked up with a girl, and afterwards, yeah. I just wanted to go home. Yeah, <laughs> I was you too young for it, and I was like, yeah. I didn't like. I don't, I don't think I like this. I don't yeah. think this is for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember just, there was like a deep sense of shame and it like, I thought I like was mentally broken. I thought like, yeah. I fully huh. thought like, I'm not going to get over this. I'm like this. And every time this is sad, this is a sad one. But I remember every time I looked in the mirror at myself, I'd just be like, Bridget, you're different now. And like, <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I would out loud just be like, Bridget. You're mm. different. Yeah, and like not be like I just wasn't You're able unclean. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I specifically remember there are two instances that made me feel exactly the same. Yeah, and it was the first time that I really 
like really explored vagina and also <laughs> watched Faces of Death. Like both those experiences. <laughs> yeah, afterwards, I sat at a bus stop just being like, I just I want to go home and see my parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to be who I was. Before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't. There's something really deeply wrong. I feel like with the human condition that afterwards we're like, let's go back for more because that wasn't humiliating and awkward enough for me. Yeah, uh, I've heard enough good things. I'm clearly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah, I because I, I think I've talked about it on those podcasts before. The first couple times I've like made out with someone, I was like, maybe I'm a person who doesn't like kissing because kissing is so bad. Those first couple times, you're like, I don't want to do that again. I feel like that's true of like most things that are adult which is crazy that basically anything that is like considered adult you kind of like just beat yourself into submission over like the first time i smoked weed i remember being like guys what's the big like the first handful of times i tried weed i kept being like all right guys this like kind of fucking blows like i don't i don't think i'm like gonna be smoking pot anytime soon sorry i'm not cool but i'm really like not and then like just over time and like i was like I think I have like a white trash gene in me so like I've always enjoyed the taste of beer but I know that's another one that like the first few times you drink beer for a lot of people it's like god but now it's like yeah might as well like it's the easiest thing in the world to drink sometimes I also I am so neurotic uh, that I remember the first time I was at a party and I was like know what you're gonna do it you're gonna drink at this party like everyone else Uh, and I had a beer and then uh, I was like 15 or 16 so my parents came to pick me up from this party and i had one beer maybe a half of it it was a coors light it was terrible Mm. and uh i just remember walking back home with my parents and just being like you want another beer bridget this is a dark path for you you're it's all over for you you had one sip of beer and now you're never going back you're you're off the rails was it worth (laughs) it bridget you ruined your life and even the first time i smoked weed i went to sat prep after and i feel like the first time you smoke weed you don't really you don't get high yeah you don't get high but the entire time at sat prep i was just looking at my teacher like you're high he knows you're high everyone here knows you're high and i was not high i was (laughs) super sober talked yourself into it yeah i just like freaked myself out uh, I feel like yeah, all adult experiences you have yeah. with your kid are too early. You like yeah, you force yourself into it at an early age. Yeah. Everything that's adult is a quote acquired taste, and like yeah. you just have to keep doing it. But you know that it's <laughs> crucially to your existence. It's right. crucial to your existence. And so you just keep right. doing it and doing it. I mean, I watched kids way too early, and I thought like after seeing that movie alone at home, I was mm. like, I'm. I guess I'm gonna have to learn to like this. Like, (laughs) this is what sex is. I have to learn to like this. And I, I mean, you couldn't be more wrong (laughs) that that's not what sex is. But at the time that was my first foray into it. And I was like, I have to get used to this. I, I'm disgusted and, and and I feel awful right now, but okay. Okay. This is life. This is what you got to get used to. (laughs) Or maybe just the three of us are like really fucking square. Cause I'm just, I'm hearing ourselves and I'm picturing someone listening to this movie like, uh, you guys sucked. (laughs) Everybody's first sexual experiences. We, even if it's, even if it's true, I I hope so. For my sake, I really hope everybody is like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, the first time I, you know, did X, Y, and Z, I was scared or it like bothered me like in some way. Cause you think of yourself as such a good kid and now you're doing something that's like bad and, no, uh, the, the loss of innocence soft. is uh, visceral. It's more visceral than we. Yeah. Uh, yes. could, but when you so when that happened in your school of like thirty people, because mm-hmm. I went to a small school. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
and like everyone knew everyone's business. Mm -hmm. So did it like go around that something happened or no. like was everything no. normal? No, this never, that we this never, never happened. Wow. Right. This was wiped from the history books. And uh, from uh, your ass, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was, to, so the party that we went to was, it was a friend who went to the public high school and I went oh, to the private okay. high school. The girl also went to my high school though. Okay. Um, but it was a bigger, there was a wider net there at least. Right. Okay. But it still, it just disappeared. It, Were you guys like friends after? Not really. Yeah. You can't no. be. <laughs> Not after know, that. We didn't really talk much. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we hung out with groups. There would, there would never be a time when the two of us were alone. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> no matter how hard I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would, you'd want to be alone with that person no. again. Like, hey, last uh, time uh, it went I so wanted poorly. her to stop existing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, if only she not, would not move. Like, not like in school, like, hey, I'm going to... Number two, if you want to <laughs> join me in the uh, stall. <laughs> she, she'd use such a coarse word for it in the first place. It was all so startling at the moment, yeah. in the moment that I was like, couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> wow. And also, yeah, having to poop at a party is a terrible experience. Oh, yeah. Never, in general, you never, yeah. yeah. And you're just trying to, because your first instinct is, you can hold it. You can oh, do this. definitely. Right. You can yeah. do this. And then you get to a point where you're like, I can't do it. I know, yeah. I have, to, I have to figure something else out here. I'm not kidding. The my, like cumulative miles I have traveled now to poop elsewhere <laughs> in situations where it's like, I really do not want to go right here. Yeah. Oh, my God. At least 100 at this point. Yeah. Just like find an excuse to like, oh, I'm just going to make a run, get whatever. I have pooped in a lot of grocery stores. I've pooped in a lot of gas stations, yeah. a lot of restaurants where I've like courtesy bought like a Coke to go and I'm like, hey, in your bathroom, can I just like jump in there real quick? <laughs> I was like not around people that I know and who will look me in the eyes after I've done this horrible thing. Right. But I've, not me because I'm a woman and we don't do that. I've been <laughs> in gas stations before that are, you know, name stuff is carved into the toilet seat. There's like shit on the walls and stuff. And just sitting there being like, oh, thank God for this <laughs> yeah, haven. Right, yeah. I love it here. This is my fortress. This is amazing. Right. Nothing I do here will ever leave. <laughs> so I went to a performing arts school. So like when I say 180 opposite of your school. Yeah, all of our all of our plays opposite. were in a barn. Yeah, but 180, on. 180 opposite, 180. Um, but we did have this one privilege. If you were like stage managing a show, um, you or like you worked in the production office to like help out with whatever, um, you could get the key to the costume shop and the um, changing rooms in our backstage mm -hmm. area, which we lovingly refer to as the executive bathroom because you would just have the entire dressing room to yourself and that toilet. Yeah. So like in school, it was like, all right, cool. Wow. Time to have a space all to me uh, or hook up. But I was more in there to poop than yeah. anything else. <laughs> One in the same as we've learned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I just thought of this moment in my life that is the complete opposite of your story that I completely forgot. So you were uh, jerking off. And <laughs> that, was a, that was a bad way to preface it. But I... <laughs> I forgot. I was probably like 22 or something. And I had like gone over this guy I like's house. And like we finally got together. We knew why we were there. Uh, but on the way, I was like, I don't feel so good. And I was like, you can get through this. And I, within 20 minutes, went into his apartment. We were like talking and flirting. And then I was like, you know what? I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and straight and just left. And he was like, oh, really? Why? I was like, I got, I forgot. I, I have a paper to write. I was in college. I was just like, I gotta go. And left within 20 minutes uh, to poop. 
Uh, wow. He's still wondering what he yeah, did like, wrong. He's like, like, oh. Yeah, no, he. Pro- yeah. I was thinking he probably thought he blew it somewhere. Yeah. Along oh, the for sure, because I like could not get this guy to hang out with me. Again. Yeah. He was like, no, that was embarrassing. Yeah. But that I just, you. Yeah, that was a blow to his ego for sure. Yeah. No, and I totally forgot about that. But yeah, I left yeah. within twenty minutes of uh, like making a plan. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Like in your height, because I was small, I'm just trying to get. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, was there a lot, like, were people in other people's businesses all the yeah. time? Or were yeah. you guys all chill wilderness people? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were all horny teens. So like, right. we were very much in each other's business. Yeah, because I feel like where, the pool is small there. Yeah. So that is a problem. I had a, so there was a guy I knew. I don't want to out anyone in these stories. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying yeah. very hard not to say anybody's names. But yeah. there was a guy I knew sure. who, well, we had a, we had a mutual friend. And his girlfriend, they'd been together for a long time. He would have parties at his house a lot. Uh, my other friend was in a photography class and had a, had access to a camera and at one point knew that they were having sex in a room, oh. opened the door and took a picture and then developed it at school. What? And then showed it to some people and everyone was like, I think that's bad. I think we don't do that. I think that's bad. <laughs> and she approached him in tears and like, and, and slapped him and, and was very upset. And everyone was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a bad thing. Like that's like, and at the time when we first saw it, we were just like, Oh, look at this thing you did. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we yeah. didn't know why. You, you don't know it, but you're you looking at child pornography, right. which was developed at a school, which is crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Um, I feel like we had that scandal in my school and no one reacted that way. Well, cause also this was when camera phones were just coming out. Okay. Yeah. So teens, immediately realized the power that has Mm -hmm. uh so it was like the first time we had people in schools had to deal with nudes being sent around yeah uh and at a private school of like i think there were like a hundred people per grade max at the very most you knew their parents and you had grown up with them and Uh. like went to mommy and me and then you were just like sent this like dick pic or naked picture of someone and you're like I don't want this yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dinner with their family over the weekend I <laughs> I think I told this story in like another episode but we had like it, I oh my god I don't take nudes for shit like yeah. absolutely no way I remember very young out of nowhere I think my mom was like Sarah if I could just give you a piece of like advice um don't ever take a photo of yourself naked because it will come back for you. Yeah. I think I was like 10 at the time. I was like, okay, you've said it once and I, you never need to say it again. Definitely. Cause at 10, I'm like, of course I would never, ever, ever. I can't think of a reason why I would do that. But in high school, this guy sent like a nude photo to this other guy and it went and they were like, they were both out. So like that scandal wasn't even, mm-hmm. that wasn't scandal. The scandal was, it was like a classmate of ours, like totally naked and it went around and then it got up somehow to like, cause it was, again, small school. I think we had like 120 people in our graduating class. Um, it got up to the administration. And so like the administration had to like send out like this little flyer that was like, Hey, taking a naked photo of yourself as a teenager is child pornography. Yeah, we had, right. we had and having police. that on your phone is child pornography and sending it to a teacher as a joke is child. <laughs> pornography. So stop doing it. And like, I think it eventually got back to the guy. I mean, it must have gotten back yeah. to the guy in like a day or less. I was like, hey, by the way, your nude photo is going around. And he had the craziest reaction because he was like, okay, and? He was like, I'm proud of my body. That's like, awesome. Yeah, oh, he fucking oh. was like, 
whatever. Way You've all seen my dick. You know what? I shit too. What yeah. do you think of that? But to his, to <laughs> his, Take a picture of my poop. <laughs> to his point though, it's a performing arts school. And like I was oh. just talking about the dressing rooms, like yeah, I saw a lot of people's uh, pee-pees and their vinis <laughs> and their Oh, and the, the boobies. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, just, yeah, like that was kind of like the first like naked man we'd all seen. But like by senior year, it was like, listen, yeah. we've <laughs> you seen whatever. One dude, you've seen them all. <laughs> right, we do fast changes backstage and full leotards sometimes. So it's like, look, y'all are going to see oh, some man. see some shit. I did, uh, I'll, I won't tell you another quick story that that's reminding me of. Is that okay? Do we have time for yeah. it? Of course. Uh, I... I did a sketch for Cracked um, maybe a few years ago where I, I was a stripper in it. <laughs> and so I was wearing little American flag underwear, like uh, briefs. And uh, and there's three women. It's supposed to be like the, the these women are having just sort of like this low-key bachelorette party and I show up. And uh, I, I start, you know, there's music and stuff and I'm dancing. And, I'm, and at one point I'm supposed to be rocking against... Uh, she's sitting in a chair in a couch and I'm rocking against the couch and like forcing it against the wall. So it's making the coffee table rattle, which has a picture of her husband on it <laughs> uh, or soon to be husband or fiance. And, um, as I'm doing it, they're all in, uh, the back of the shot so that, you know, they're all in frame too. And all of a sudden I see one of them, her, her eyes shut. Like she's looked into the sun by accident <laughs> <laughs> and turn away. And I realize something's wrong. And we've been shooting all day, so this underwear is lost in its elasticity. Yeah. And a testicle had just sort of, <laughs> sort of fallen out <laughs> of the, of these as I was doing this. And I, I immediately put it back in. And I was like, okay, like we're just gonna move past this, right? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, okay, great. And I realized like that was if that had happened to me at a, at a, any formative age, yeah, it yeah. would have ruined me. Over. But once you have like a strong foundation of who you are, <laughs> you can deal with situations like that and yeah. bounce back. It's you, not in a great in the moment, but you can bounce back. Yeah, you can pop balls left and right. <laughs> uh, plus, she's seen testicles. That's true. You know, but not my to- like <laughs> These are yeah. mine. These are precious. <laughs> Soren, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, oh, thanks for having you. me. It's been a delight. Yeah. Uh, tell everyone what you're up to and where we can find you. Yeah, so What's you can going? find me on Twitter, Soren, S-O-R-E-N underscore L-T-D. And uh, I'm also doing a podcast with Dan O'Brien, who also used to work at Cracked with us. Yeah. Uh, a podcast called Quick Question with Soren and Daniel. Yeah. Which we realized the other day was Quick Question with, and then the acronym SAD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you should have gone Daniel and Soren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely check that out. It's very fun to listen to. I've Thank been you. Tuning in and like replying to you guys in my car because I was like, oh, right. We're back at the office. <laughs> no, no, I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can find this podcast uh, at Rough Stuff Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Bridget Tweets. And uh, Sarah, what's going on with you? Yeah. You can also email this podcast at roughstuffpod at gmail.com. I don't know. Send your embarrassing stories. Send in a question. Send in a nude. Don't send in a nude. I'm God, please. I was was kidding. I was kidding. Please don't do that. Um, But I'm on Twitter at SK underscore Griffith. And uh, my web series, which Bridget works on as well, produces is Nulo. And watch that. And uh, check out the Small Beans Patreon if you're not already a member. Uh, Join it. Thanks. Bye. 
This has been a Small Beans Endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!